She is hard. Her voice screams callous and her touch raw. You think she doesn't care, but she does and she always has. You mistook her tenacity for bitch. She is quick. She can time travel like you've never seen before. You saw her tomorrow and didn't realize because you were stuck in yesterday. You mistook her forward thinking for Detroit. She is quiet. Her silence scares you because it makes you unsure of yourself. She compels you to swallow and taste your vices. You mistook her composure for judgment. She is vital. Her urgency in this room is undeniable. Your rejection of it only ensures that her visit maintains. You mistook her necessity for oppression. She is unseen. If you had to guess, she would be everywhere and nowhere. Her body is not contained to the visible realm. You mistook her presence for absence. She is radical. Her mind is bottomless, but not like oceans. Bottomless like black history and panther bullets. You mistook her revolutionary for hostility. She is secure. Her ego suffocates her inner zealous. You wonder who could be that home. You mistook her confidence for hubris. She is sweet. She is diligent. She is imperfect. She is voice. She is ready. She is now and then. If you asked her why she is always misunderstood, why she is a giver even when we are takers, she would tell you it is because she is a leader. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Armour's Reflections. I know I have been MIA. Uh, as you guys know, I'm, I'm back in the workforce. I have a demanding career, a huge role, and um, big responsibilities. And sometimes, you know, you have to do certain things that, you know, take care of yourself and take care of your family. And sometimes that means, you know, putting the things that you're passionate about um, not on the side, but on pause. Some people can multitask uh, in that way. But I think it's very hard to do when you have a demanding career. Outside of me having a demanding career, and I, I actually love the role that I'm in, I'm, I feel honored, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be a year and a few weeks I've been there, and it's been such a great experience. Although it's been a lot of long hours, but as you know, when you come into a new role, a new company, uh, there's a learning curve that you have to um, pass. And I feel, I feel like I've really got a handle on things now, and I feel good about that. Um, kids are doing well. You know, Bree is doing well in her, her adventure of being an entrepreneur. You know, Jackson, so proud of my son. He just graduated and going to high school. So proud of him. And I, I continue to encourage him to keep climbing, climbing that ladder. Um, you know, it's been it's been a very interesting few months. I've been, you know, dealing with some things at home. You know, with with my uh, other half, and I think we're finally getting to a place where sometimes you try to do things, you try to do the right thing, um, and there's so many different uh, circumstances that plays into this situation that. I'm not going to share uh, because, you know, it's someone else's business to share and not, and not mine. But what I will say is I've always been a person that seems to sacrifice myself, my emotions for my family, uh, for friends, um, for employers, 
And I'm finally in a stage in my life where I'm just not doing it anymore. I'm just not. I don't, I don't have it in me. And, you know, as much as you want to keep your relationship intact, sometimes you realize if it's just some things that you need <clears throat> to thrive and to survive, and if you're not getting it, you can't stay in it. Whether it's for children, whether it's for, you know, you don't want to be alone. You know, I have no problem being alone. I was alone for five years and actually enjoyed being alone because I've been in a relationship since I was 17. And quite frankly, I didn't know what it was to be alone with myself in my own space. And I enjoyed it. I had moments of sadness, of course. It wasn't a marriage forever. <laughs> I'm used to being in a home with, you know, a husband and kids and noise and, you know, laughter and crying and whatever goes into families, that dynamic, I was used to that. But I also got used to spending a lot of time with myself and learning myself again as a, a whole-ass adult. And, you know, I, 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 love, uh, I love my insignificant other. I always will love him no matter what. We will always have something. I spent more than half my life with him. But um, we have struggles that I find to be simple struggles. And I just feel like I don't think I can continue on this path of not getting what I feel that I need. Um, because I felt I have given up the most to come back into this marriage after divorce. And when it's not appreciated, it really, really hurts. And I know I'm not the only woman or man that feels this way, that they feel like they sacrifice so much. You know, sometimes men feel, or even women, because there's women that, you know, are caretakers and take care of the family uh, financially, that feel that, you know, what they do financially somehow equates to, you know, expressing your love and spending time with the person and what have you. And it doesn't. It's not the same thing. You know, just because you're financially responsible does not mean that that makes you responsible in your relationship in the way that your partner needs you to be there, being present. And, you know, sometimes when people are dealing with health issues, you know, you never know how you're going to react when you're dealing with health issues. But, you have to also think about what that other person is dealing with, you know, with you. They're going through it with you. Maybe they're not going through uh, the, the, the health crisis, but they're going through those emotions with you. They're going up and down the roller coaster with you, at least if they're a partner that cares and, and a partner that loves you. Um, but you can't sacrifice yourself, your health, for another person. You just can't because... What is good uh, of child to children having parents that are both ill and not well? You know, it, it, it makes no sense. And for me, I'm a very emotional person. I'm very hard. You know, I'm a fucking soldier and I will always be one. Um, but I am a Capricorn. I'm very emotional. And so I pour my all into everything that I do. I pour my all into every person that I encounter. And I find that I just don't get the same. And it, it, it's no, you know, it's no anger towards a person. It's hurtful when you don't get it. It's not reciprocated. But I just realized I just can't continue on this path, especially at the age that I'm at, you know? 
have to have hand surgery, I have to have foot surgery. I'm getting older. You know, shit is not, I don't care how much you work out. Your body changes with time, you know, and then add menopause to that. It's a whole nother beast, right? And I just want to make better choices in my life. And I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but one thing I do know, I want to be happy. And money is not everything to me. It never has been, you know? I could have been with multimillionaires, you know? And I'm, I, I chose to be with someone that, yes, has done well for himself and for his family, but, you know, lacking in other things that means a lot to me. And maybe he feels I'm lacking too, which, quite frankly, I'm sure I am. But one thing I don't lack in is showing love, you know, knowing what a person needs to thrive and showing up when they need me the most. I don't lack in those areas, you know. And so I just needed to pause with the podcast. I needed to pause with everything because I'm not 100% in it with my mind. I'm just so overwhelmed with everything else. And sometimes you just have to take a damn step back. You know, and really do your pros and cons list and look, you know, what is it that I really need in this relationship? Because what worked in our marriage or what didn't work, it's not the same thing. It's not the same marriage. I had a whole divorce. And, you know, you think people change. I know damn sure that I changed, but I realized maybe I've not changed for this relationship, you know, and... I'm really, I wouldn't say regretting my choice of of giving it a second chance. I just feel like we're just not where we need to be and probably we never will be because there's so much that has gone on in the past. And we always tell people you have to forgive and move on. You could forgive. You can move on, but you're never going to forget. And the truth of the matter is you're always going to have those triggers by that person. That's just the truth. And that's what I've realized, you know? And, you know, I, I, I struggled with this. I struggled talking about this because, you know, there's always going to be people who say, oh, well, see, it didn't work. But, you know, I don't really give a fuck about what you say and what you think. You're not in my marriage. You know, you're not in this relationship. You don't, you're not in this family. This is a family unit that we built over, Brandon's going to be 25, over 27 years ago we've been together. We've been together a very long time. And if you haven't been with someone that long, you don't know what the hell it takes to make it work. So I'm not going to look to you for advice. Thank you, but no thank you. I'm not interested. Okay? I share these stories. I do these podcasts authentically and real. Because there's someone out there that's having the same struggle and they don't know what to do. That's why I do these podcasts. To be honest with you, I'm not doing it for cloud or for, I'm not doing it for any of that. Because I'm good. I've done well for myself. Very well for myself without all of this. I'm doing this because I'm passionate about it. I'm doing this because I know that there's people out there having some of the similar struggles that I have struggled with. And they're too fearful to come out and speak about it openly because fear of judgment. When we're all living in glass houses. So who the hell am I to judge? And who the hell are you to judge me? Don't judge me. I'm sure you got some shit in your backyard that you need to go scoop up and and clean. And some flowers you need to go water. And some weeds you need to go weed out. I'm sure you do. So focus on that. 
But these are for the people that are having the same struggles as me and they're afraid to deal with it. Don't allow fear to dictate your happiness because then you're forever going to live in fear. My divorce and getting divorced five years ago taught me something that I can do it by myself and that I could actually be happy and I don't have to have a mate to be happy. I could be just happy alone and it's okay. And I also can find love with someone else. And so can your mate if it's just not working. You know, um, there was a lot of nuances on why I came back in my relationship. And there's, you know, as open as I am, there's certain things I'm just not going to share because everyone has their side. And I want to leave it that way. But to all the men and to all the women struggling in a relationship that they probably you know, moved out of and moved on and then went back and you're having these struggles on why it's not working. It's not working because you still have past pain that you may never get over because the pain was that deep and it's okay. It's nothing wrong with that. You're human. But when you decide to go back and there's promises that are made and they're not kept, that relationship will never be straight. It will never be real because one person didn't keep their end of the bargain. Men, women, you can't use things to dangle over people's heads. You can't throw things in people's faces constantly, which I know that I have done, but I've done it just to remind a person, I've forgiven you for so much. You need to learn how to forgive yourself. Because I've been through a hell of a lot in my relationship. A hell of a lot. A lot that I don't speak about and that I will never speak about or write about. But you have to think about your children. You have to think about the pain you may be causing. Because at the end of the day, your kids don't give a damn who they're with or who you're with. They care about if you're happy. If you're truly happy. You know, my husband will always be my first love. Because he was my first love. He was my first boyfriend. So he's always going to have a special place in my heart. I'm always going to drop things to look after him. But what I've realized, I can't drop my whole damn life looking after you and I'm not getting what I need to thrive. I can't do it. And I'm not going to do it. And so I'm telling you ladies and you men out there, don't sacrifice yourself for someone else. Even if it's the right thing to do, you the right thing to do is you got to save yourself first. Then you go and save others. So I don't know where things will be a year from now. Hell, I don't know where things are going to be three months from now. But what I do know, I have to take care of Andrea. That's what I do know. I got to take care of me. I've worked very hard to grow my hair back. My hair is starting to fall out. You can't have a demanding career and come home and not feel yourself 100%. It, it, it's not going to work. You're, you're, you're just asking for sickness. You're asking for your health to decline. You're asking for depression. You're asking for anxiety. You're asking for a whole lot of shit you ain't going to want to deal with when you get to the end of your rope. So you have to really take a good look at yourself and ask yourself, what's going to make me happy? 
There's a lot of nuances, like I said, that's a lot of moving parts on why I decided to come back. And I don't regret making that decision, honestly, because I did what was right. I went with my heart and this is the end result. We're at a crossroads where decisions have to be made. And so I have been MIA for this reason and other reasons, but it's very hard for me to do a podcast when my mind is all over the place, when my spirit is not settled. I want to give you guys some, uh, not examples, but some advice about relationships. We have to be honest in our relationship. We have to be truthful with our emotions and with our feelings. We have to be honest with what our wants, our needs are, as well as our deal breakers. I promise you, most relationships would not end in divorce if we went into it with an honest heart, with clarity, and with what we will not tolerate and what we can swallow. A lot of people go into relationships with perception, perception of other people's relationships, with dishonesty of their past, and not being forthright with their struggles and what their demons are, because we all have them. If we really led with that, I promise you, I know I would have never been divorced if that was the forefront of the relationship honesty, being forthright, being trustworthy. A lot of us young girls and young girls, I hope you're really listening to this. This is for you. A lot of us have our daddy issues and we choose the wrong man based on our daddy issues and both based on the experience we had as children, whether we were molested, whether we were raped, whether we saw fights in our house, whether we saw our parents get emotionally abused or physically abused, a lot of those nuances shapes us to making the choices that we make for men. To you men, a lot of the women that you choose is also based on your environment, what you saw growing up. You'll pick a strong woman, okay? Or you'll pick a woman that you can't even be your full self with. You can't be fully transparent with your emotions. You can't cry. You can't say, look, I struggle with my finances. I sh whatever your struggle is. You should be able to be fully transparent with your partner, even if it doesn't make you look in a good light. You have to be honest. Because when you're not honest, it is going to be the biggest footprint in your relationship because at some point it's going to come out. I love my husband with all his flaws. He can never say that. All of them. I loved him for who he was. And I am so glad I didn't have to lie about who I was. I was who I was at 17. But I've grown since then. I want different things. And in relationships and in marriages, people grow. People do change. Whether it's for the good or the bad, they do. And you have to be honest. Will you be open to that change? 
What are you willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept? Be honest about your finances. Be honest about your health. Be honest if you want children or not. Be honest about your past and your upbringing. Those things matter when you are choosing a relationship and a mate or a partner. They matter. Stop lying. Because you can't lie to yourself. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, you see your truth. You see your past. You see your journey. You see your parents. We all have a story. But our story is only good and inspirational when we're honest about it. When I do these podcasts with you, a lot of stuff I tell you, it's not easy to share. It's not easy to relive. Sometimes it's painful for me. Sometimes after I finish taping and I pour all that into you, I break down and cry because it takes me back. But I have the skills and I know how to cope that's why I can talk about this openly now. Because I know what skills it takes to cope. Because some things you will not forget. Some things you will not release. You can just learn to cope with it. And how do you cope with it? Acknowledging it. Talking about it. Writing about it. Taping about it. Even if it's a tape just for you to listen to. Because sometimes we need to go back to understand why are we having the issues we are having? Why are we facing the things that we're facing in life? There's a lot of pretenders out there. But I tell you, pretending gets you nowhere. But in depression, suicidal, angry, resentful. Be honest to yourself first and foremost. Be accountable for your shit and your actions. Because as I talk about this, I have accountability in this relationship just like you do. I have ownership of where I went wrong. And I also can look at myself and say where I was fair and where I did right. But you have to have accountability because nothing, no one is perfect. No one. All of us have some form of red paint on our damn walls that we got to prime our walls with freaking flat paint and, and, and get that shit together. All of us. But if you want to go out here and pretend, that's on you. You're just causing yourself more pain, more anxiety. Because now you live in a lie that you got to keep up with another lie and another lie and another lie. So before you know it, your whole fucking life is full of lies. I am not living like that and I'm not going to live like that. And I suggest you don't live like that because you ain't going to live long. Because when you carry heavy stress for amounts of years and years and decades, that shit fucking wears your organs out. That's why you have so many young people, 40s, 41, 39, having strokes. Stress. We, you have to figure out your outlet of stress. My outlet is running. When I run, I feel free. I feel like I'm busting all those chains off my ankles and my wrist. So that's my thing. That's my getaway. You got to find out what your getaway is. And it can't be material things. It can't be a trip. Because guess what? That trip only lasts but for so long. That shopping spree only lasts but for so long. How much money you going to spend? How much cars you going to buy? You have to get something that you can constantly achieve. 
where you're going to get rewarded in the end of your mental freedom. I will always be honest with my listeners because that's what I told you from day one I would do. I am not going to pretend. I'm not going to fake it till I make it. I did that when I was a little girl. I didn't have a choice. But at 45, I'm not faking shit. I am who I am. And you should be who you are. And when you present yourself to people, present yourself as your authentic self. I was surrounding myself with a lot of people that were pretenders. And I don't want them in my life. So I distance myself. And I don't care how they take it. It's not about you. It's about me and what I need to have mental clarity and mental freedom. So, hey, it is what it is. I was born, I like to say I was born by myself. I die by myself. But I was born with a twin brother. But I was born by myself because I came out first. I'll die by myself. I don't need friends and I don't need family to have some sense of self. Sense of self comes from you and only you. And only you can do that for yourself. If I see something that's giving me drama and anxiety, I eliminate it. There was a time I'd keep all the drama around me. I don't. One thing I can tell you, I don't take on people's drama anymore because those people that give me all that drama, I don't really call them. I distance myself. I distance myself. And maybe they feel the same way about me. Hey, we see each other. All I can tell you is be true to you. Invest in you. Be honest if something is not making you happy. Sit down and talk about it. And when you could talk about something without yelling, cursing, screaming, then you really know you're at your end. Because you can have a conversation and just use your words at a normal temperament. That's how you know you're done. I'm no longer focusing on making my children happy only, you know, my partner. I'm not doing that anymore. I have to make Andrea happy. And if that means some people have to be sad for a moment for me to have my happiness, then that's what it is. That doesn't mean I'm going to inflict pain on you or, or wish bad on you. It just means I have to do me. I'm in the third quarter of my life. I'm turning 45, December 27th. I'm in the third quarter. I have to make it count. I don't want to be wasted talent. I am talented. I am brilliant. I know that. I don't need any co-signers. I could sit there and come up with all types of things when I'm writing because I was born to write. I've been writing for a very long time. The things that I think about, it, it, it costs nothing for me. When some people, they got to steal shit from you because it, it doesn't come natural for them. Sometimes in life, you just have to go with the flow. And right now, the career that I've been doing for 20-something years is what takes care of my children, is what feeds my kids, is what send my son to boarding school. So I have responsibilities and I'm gonna always take care of my kids. They come first because they didn't ask to be here. So if that means I have to pause, okay, so I can, when I do my job, I do my job, I'm focused. 
When I'm focusing on coaching, I'm pouring into it 100%. So sometimes I have to choose which one I'm going to do that day. That's a life as a mother. That's a life as a responsible mother. Because I'm not a kept woman. I've never been a kept woman. I've always worked. I've been working since I'm 14 years old. I'm going to be 45 and I'm still working. I will continue to work until my son is out of college. Then I can pour into me. So people talk about consistency. Yeah, I've got to be consistent on your podcast. You've got to be consistent on social media. i got to be consistent with my mental health. That's the only motherfucking thing i got to be consistent with. So I don't need your advice on my consistency. My mental health comes first. So if that means I pause everything, everything gets paused. That's what it is. And if you can't respect that, me being your coach, then I'm not for you. You need to go find another coach. You need to go find somebody else that can coach you. I can only coach my mentees when I can pour into them 100% because I'm not going to give you 50% of me. I'm going to give you all of me. So I want to thank all my mentees that encourages me when you come and you see me, when you do your Zoom calls with me. Thank you for showing up. Because just as much as you need me is just as much as I need you. All of you inspire me to keep going, to be better. And the career that I'm in, I'm watching the people around me, how inspirational they are and how they pour into other people and how they lift other people up the ladder. So for all the people that I, I did lose you know, along the way, thank you. Because in order to gain some great ones, you got to lose some ones that's not so great. And when I say not so great, not in things, you know, not in accolades, in who you are as an individual, who you are as a person, because that's what I judge you by. I don't give a damn about how much Instagram followers you have. That's all bullshit and all fake. I judge you how you treat people, how you treat your friends, how you treat your family. That's how I judge you. Let's do better. Let's choose relationships that's going to pour into us and that feeds us. Because what you give is what you get back. And sometimes you may give a lot and you may not get anything back. That has nothing to do with you. That's on them. That's for them to figure out. I'm tired of being on a hamster wheel. I want to get the fuck up off the hamster wheel because I'm not a hamster. The hamster wheel is for hamsters. I don't want to be on a hamster wheel going around and around in the same damn circle. If a person's not going to change, they're not going to change. Don't try to change them. Let it go. Move on. Move on. With no hard feelings. You are who you are. I love you from afar. I lost some friends that I still love dearly. I just got to love you from afar. I just can't fuck with you. That's how I feel about some family members. Some family members, you just can't fuck with them. You got to love them from afar. But you got to outweigh the pros and cons. If the cons outweigh the pros, you got to go. If the pros outweigh the cons, you're a keeper. You're worth fighting for. We can work through it. My peace is my running. My peace is listening to piano music. My peace is journaling. My peace is watching my kids grow and thrive. And I could only ask the Lord that I watch them, you know, have babies and get married. 
That's my peace. But I cannot allow another individual to control my happiness and my peace. I can't. And so I don't know what will happen in the end. You know, time will tell. But I wanted to just give this honest podcast because you guys know me. Um, and I think I don't want my missing in action to be that I don't care and I'm not serious about my passion because I am. But when you have a demanding career that you're being paid to do a service, you got to do it 100% because like I said, I don't do anything half-ass. When I'm all in, I'm all in. And so when I'm taping, I have to be all in. I'm not going to just do a 10-minute podcast to say I did one. It's not who I am, and I'm never going to be that way. Be honest to yourself first and foremost, and I promise you then you will be honest to others. Care less about what people think and care more about what you think about yourself. It's important. It matters. You matter. Your happiness matters. And don't allow anyone to dictate that for you. Live your life authentically, you know. Some people will get hurt along the way, but that's life. Can't make everybody happy. Everybody's not going to love you. Not everyone is going to appreciate you. Look, Aramur's Reflection started two years ago, and I'm so glad that I've done it. And I know it can reach higher levels. And I know when I'm ready, I'll get there. But I'm not willing to sell my soul to get there. And I'm not willing to lay in the bed with nobody to get there. I'm going to get there when the universe says so. So thank you to all my supporters for listening. Thank you for dropping a comment. It means a lot to me. And we'll see what happens. Stay tuned for the next podcast with our Merge Reflections with Andrea Jackson. Mm-hmm.